With the new iPhone SE for less than 100 bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming. Hey, Mom. Hi, dear. The iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for $99.99 after rebate redemption and six months of service with AutoPay. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details. <sighs> Sorry I'm late, everyone. It's all right. The meeting's just getting started. Are you in your closet? Yeah, it's the quietest place. <coughs> ah, not the roomiest, though. Getting closer with your closet these days? That uh, dinosaur costume behind you? What? No. <laughs> the Container Store's custom closet sale is here to help with up to 25% off closet systems and free virtual in-home closet design. Who wants Sean to put on the dino suit? Really, guys? The Container Store, where space comes from. Hey, fake friends. Listen to Fake Headlines podcast using Stitcher Premium. Use promo code Fake Headlines for one free month. Listen to some of your favorite shows ad-free with Stitcher Premium like... Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. My Favorite Murder. Having Funlessness with Jen Kirkman. Natch Butte. Office Ladies. Prompt and Circumstance. WTF with Mark Marin, And so many more. Plus, you get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and more. Only $4.99 a month or $34.99 for a whole year. Go to stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today. Again, use promo code FAKEHEADLINES for one month free. Bye! Hello, I'm Tiffany Dillon. And I'm Kevin Dillon. And, and this, this is, is Fake, Fake Headlines, Headlines Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 92. Hello. Welcome, friends. Hey, happy july ha- Happy mid-July. We made it halfway through. We're we're doing okay. Yeah, I was, uh, I don't know what uh, time it is anymore. <laughs> well, for us, it's Sunday, and that's it. It's like day 120 being at home. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we've just, uh, we're just trying to hang in there just like you guys are chugging along today we did a little bit of food prep as in like i made a quote-unquote healthy brownies <laughs> from scratch and what, what made them healthy um they didn't have actual flour in them oh the flour the 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 silent uh, fattener of brownies <laughs> <laughs> yeah it all started with a sweet potato <laughs> Is that the name of your food blog? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So there's sweet potatoes in the brownies? Yeah. Wow. You can't taste it. I had one and they're delicious. Thank you. But I wouldn't know uh, that there was any potato in there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we took the the flour out and then we injected the worst vegetable possible, a potato, (laughs) into the brownie. (laughs) At least it's a sweet one. That's true. The sweet potatoes are good. (laughs) I also made quote unquote healthy no bake energy bars, which were filled with cashews, which are highly fattening. It was cashews and dates. Right. Cashews and dates. That's the big base of it is dates. Coconuts and seeds. Yeah. But I'm going to cut them smaller so they're not uh, big, big proportions for us. So here's a big reveal, guys. We're actually birds. (laughs) (laughs) Caca. Oh, these brownies don't have enough seeds in them. There's a potato in there. I'm a bird. (laughs) Good enough. Hey, what? (laughs) 
<laughs> this doesn't taste like it's been rolled around the street enough. I don't know why you're like. Well, you throw a. <laughs> you're like, I'm a Fonzie bird. I'm a, yeah. <laughs> I imagine myself being a big, a big city pigeon. <laughs> so a duck. <laughs> big city pigeons are dicks. <laughs> <laughs> they did it they do not care if you're walking they, like they, they're the ones who turn around and like i'm walking here right like for real like they just don't care yeah. they're like the they're the city equivalent of canadian geese <laughs> yeah essentially it's like a canadian geese went away to got sent to new york or, or graduated went to new york to make it big yeah and being a bitch bird and then they brought their meanness back to upstate right right and, up to Canada, probably, and they were like, "No, nah, we're the big birds in town." Yeah, sick of you, nice birds in if Canada. If you've never encountered a goose, like a Canadian goose, like they're also dicks. They're the worst. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we're birds, <laughs> and uh, we're actually speaking into microphones made out of seeds and old grass trimmings that we <laughs> made. Yeah. On our own. Yeah. And uh, some neighbors were nice enough to leave some paper straws in a mailbox. So <laughs> we grabbed a couple of those, built a little home for ourselves. It's real sweet. We're, we're living an adorable life right now. <laughs> <laughs> it, which is weird that we have a cat as a pet, but you know, sometimes nature has its quirks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. More, more stories and recipes available at it started with a potato.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so speaking of uh weird websites we just made up um if you do have an actual website or an actual business uh and you're interested in uh, having fake headlines uh, maybe make a quick little promo for you we're uh we're open to chatting about that it's uh, it'd be of no cost to you um other than your soul no. no no just kidding um we uh yeah we're interested in, in kind of uh branching out into doing a little some little promo work like that so if you got anything email us at fake at gmail.com if you're concerned about the quality of work that we will do uh we have done a few uh for kitty box press revolver records soho shoes um, and most recently Marcola. So, um, you know, we just get bits and pieces of information from each of these business owners and we kind of come up with our own and put it together. And if you or someone, you know, have a, a small business that you would like us to, uh, give a shout out for, we're more than happy to do it. There's not really a lot that we can do to try and help in this sort of situation, but if this is our way, the pandemic you're referring to, uh, Oh, the, is that what it's called? Yes. That's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, as, as birds, it doesn't affect us as much. <laughs> We're usually home most of the time anyway. So we want to we want to try and help people out as much as we can in the pandemic. And this is really the only capable way of helping yeah. um, is to try and assist small businesses. So. Uh, yeah, let us know. Yeah. So we're in our personal lives. We try to spend as much uh, money as we can uh, locally. We just wanted to branch out and offer our services as well. That's right. Yeah. So if you do want to hit us up, just email us at fakeheadlinespodcast at gmail.com. Um, we'll figure out some logistics uh, with some dialogue back and forth and uh, we'll get that going for you. Yeah. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. And folks, this uh, is Fake Headlines Podcast. Uh, if you've not listened before, what we try to do each week is we scour the internet for a strange headline that tickles our fancy, and then we try to write an equally bizarre one to go along with it, and then we present to each other the three wacky headlines, and we try to guess which story at the end of it is actually the real one, 
And throughout the course of the conversation, we don't know what these articles are ahead of time. We don't know what the headlines are ahead of time. And uh, we just try to goof around and, and use them as prompts to have some good times. Yeah. 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 That's pretty much it. We giggle a lot. That's There's a lot of laughing. I'm sorry, folks. You're going to hear a lot of giggling and a lot of snorting. And that's just the way it is because I'm hearing funny things and uh, I like it. That's what I do. <laughs> and we hope you like it too. <laughs> yeah. And when I'm done laughing, I'll then regurgitate some food for my cat to eat. Because I'm a bird man. Disgusting. <laughs> Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany has certain triggers that gross her out. Yeah. Uh, and what I just said, I know is one of them. And I, and I said it anyway. I almost regurgitated words right there i did it a second time i'm so sorry please come back i'm gonna go throw up (laughs) kevin instead of me throwing up why don't you tell me three headlines okay that hopefully will not cause me to do the aforementioned action well i'm sorry to say they're all themed around that that's disgusting it just happens to be (laughs) just kidding i need a new podcast co-host uh, why don't you email her at fakeheadlinespodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I was talking about Chloe. Oh. <laughs> well, I took that entirely the wrong way. <laughs> All right. Go, lovey. Here we go, Tiffany. Here are my three headlines for the week. Headline number one, the Oregon Trail has traded wagons for tiny houses for this summer getaway. The Oregon Trail has traded wagons for tiny houses for this summer getaway. Okay. Headline number two, back to school gadgets, including locker pants debut for new home school generation. Back to school gadgets, including locker pants debut for new home school generation. Home school. <laughs> locker pants. <laughs> okay. And headline number three, why the songs from high school define you according to science. Why the songs from high school define you according to science. Hmm. That sounds like a good one. It also sounds like a reason why Kevin wants to, it it gives another reason for Kevin to talk about the nineties. So (laughs) stay tuned. Yeah. Well, maybe I won't. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So. (laughs) All right, Kev. So headline number one, Oregon trail wagons traded in for tiny houses or something. Yes, that's exactly what it is. You said it exactly word for word. Or something. Yes. Uh, The Oregon Trail has traded wagons for tiny houses for this summer getaway. I feel like the wagons are tiny houses. Well, they're more, uh, I guess, uh, they're they're very uh, primitive tiny houses, I suppose. But you're right. You are correct. Yeah. The wagon was a a tiny, the the original, the OG tiny house. They were. They really were. Yeah. I mean, they lacked a composting toilet and a nice (laughs) loft space. They really did. Perhaps some inventive stairs that go up. Maybe like a... You (laughs) know? Right. Maybe... A little crickety ladder. (laughs) A little ladder. No Murphy bed in there, huh? No, no. Or Murphy table. None of that. Actually, some of those tiny houses have whole Murphy kitchens that just fold right down. Yeah, just... uh, The stove just goes right back (laughs) into the wall when you're done with it. The the whole thing is just like, you know, one of those... uh, a pop-up books you get as a kid (laughs) (laughs) easy cleanup (laughs) don't worry about the crashing (laughs) they'll reform (laughs) Uh, easily destroyable those books those were the best books because you didn't have to read much (laughs) 
It just brought the... <laughs> it just brought the story closer to your eyeballs. <laughs> Not much of a reader, kid? I don't know. I got distracted easily. <laughs> Those are the best books. You didn't have to read much. <laughs> I take that back. I did read a, a little bit when I was a kid. You know what I really enjoyed was the choose your own adventure books. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the captions to the pictures. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I really enjoyed? The captions and the dictionary pictures. Those were always really nice. <laughs> I always felt like I, I came away learning something. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. What was your original statement? Uh, <laughs> uh, can we have the stenographer read that back for us, please? <laughs> Uh, the choose your own adventure books. Did you have those? I don't know. No, no, I don't know what that means. Oh, so there was a series of books when I was a kid in the late 1940s where you would, (laughs) (laughs) you would be reading along and like the character would be presented with a choice. And now I understand why you were so excited about picture books (laughs) because these books with pictures was very new to you. It was like going to the movies and home. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so the choose your own adventure books, like the character would be presented with a, with a choice and it would say like, you know, turn to page 42 if you would like to continue on and, and go to the castle and visit the wizard or turn to page 49 if you feel like you want to go fart. I don't know. Something stupid like that. Uh-huh. Like you, you were presented with choices. <laughs> um, hold on. I got to jot that idea down for a book. I think I just, I think I got a real winner. I'm going to be calling random house right okay. after the show. Um, but yeah, so it was like that. And so, so the book could be like sort of multiple storylines because there were a series of points where you had to choose which direction the character went. So in there could be different combinations. Hmm. So you could kind of reread the book. And I had a couple that I really enjoyed uh, that I wish I could remember something about them that I could like re like look them up and, mm-hmm. and, and see if they were worth uh, all Anything? the excitement as a child. Yeah. But um, yeah, those were pretty cool. It's Cl- funny. I, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I was not familiar with those, uh, that concept being in book form because uh, it seems like the only time that was ever an option in something was like in a video game. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because you'd see right. a lot of video games. Well, it was the 40s. We didn't have those yet. <laughs> well, like, you know, other other video games uh, were kind of like that. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize that concept had probably begun yeah. um, from books. And that's probably where video games came from, right? The, the idea that you could kind of have these multiple storylines. Right, right, right. Of, right. It was kind of like the uh, putting a picture book to right. the adventure almost. Yeah, I didn't realize that was uh, a yeah. thing. I never thought of it that way. That's hmm. really kind of interesting. Uh, but yeah, so I, I did read those and I read a lot of uh, you always uh, you always probably pick the the route that would get you to the end the quickest, <laughs> yeah, so that you could be done with the book, right? With the character. slam it down, done, <laughs> ready for my book it, <laughs> free pizza. Give me that, give me that za. <laughs> yeah, I would always pick the. I would choose like the. Uh, I would choose like the least scary. Like my anxiety would take over as a child, and it's like. Or option B is is the character can just go take a nap and maybe then wake up and have a cookie, and I would be like, yes, that's like, well, that's exactly what I'm going to do, <laughs> and that's what the real life person reading the book is going to do right now. <laughs> You've come a long way. I, I, yeah, you know, I need I need like direction. I just realized this another psychological breakthrough. I definitely need direction in life like that. 
because it, it flashed uh, fast forward uh, a few decades from the 40s when like grand theft auto came out when uh you could kind of you were just kind of in this world and you could just drive i would just drive around and listen to music i never did any of the plan i never any <laughs> any of the missions i never beat up a hooker i never did any of that stuff people did in the game you know wow i never did any of that crazy stuff i just drove around and listened to music that's all i did <laughs> never interacted with anybody like if anybody if like any like quest started accidentally i would just back out of it and just go oh, no, I don't, that's okay mafia boss i don't want to have to go collect money i'm just gonna i'm just gonna drive around uh, miami and listen to some music you were the only person who would slam on the brakes whenever you'd see a sex worker walking by you know what i mean like but not not in a way that you were like hey get in the car you were like no after you please cross the street safely right exactly exactly i would i would get out of the car and lay my coat down so they could walk across the puddle that's really kind of you i would uh, i would drive them to their appointments i yeah, kind of i kind of became nice. a lot of friends with a lot of those characters in yeah, that game that's you know good. i still keep in touch with some of them yeah but yeah i definitely like like left <laughs> in a world like that like and that's so much how i am too because without direction i'm just kind of like well this is wander it's just kevin wandering around listening to music <laughs> <laughs> hey what's going on let me look at twitter for five hours today i don't know what to do <laughs> someone give me direction uh Unlike yin and that yang thing notice how i notice yin how and i yang. <laughs> Exactly. Notice how I personify the pigeon and how I personify myself. Yes. It's interesting. <laughs> I'm going to send the copy of this episode to my therapist. <laughs> see what she thinks. Um, <laughs> uh, back to tiny houses. Yes, of course. Tiny house. So the Oregon Trail, uh, uh, speaking of video games, a classic video game, the mm-hmm. Oregon Trail. It was. Um, yeah, I think everybody has played that at, at some point in yeah. school. If you... If you well, not everybody. I would say anyone that was like, I don't know, maybe five years younger than me probably did not experience that. Like the Oregon Trail, I remember playing that when I was um, in grade school. And like, what a weird game. Like, why? What better way to show off the horrors of pioneer life than by video game form? Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, it. It was nice to have the contrast between the Oregon Trail, our history books, and also Yosemite Sam. <laughs> you know, like it, we right. just needed those those each of those those points of views, right? So right. that we saw the full story. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, I think for most children, it's the it's the first time you hear the word dysentery. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to like look up what that is because you don't know what that is as a child. But for you, you never really quite made it to the D's. You were just like, oh, look, I, I found a picture I like. Well, that's <laughs> right. it. Oh, was I still and playing Oregon Trail? And then you closed the book. <laughs> <laughs> and I left the game on pause for I four years. I chose my own adventure. <laughs> the adventure was to leave. <laughs> Do these guys ever trade in this wagon for a spaceship? This sucks. <laughs> this game is dumb. Is there uh, like aliens or anything? It's just a wa- yeah. you, we're just in a wagon. How stupid! <laughs> so, so the Oregon Trail is that that's still a thing that exists. Like people can still go to it, kind of like old Route sixty six. I believe so. I, I think that is still um... because then it would allow people to travel the Oregon Trail in a camp like setting that wouldn't end in dysentery right there are there is sanitation along the trail nowadays uh-huh. Uh-huh. it doesn't end up in death <laughs> there's right. a few rest stops there's a couple of places where you could charge your phones and maybe re refuel your vehicles and 
So that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, definitely. There's got to be some charging stations there for sure. Maybe like a little visitor center. Uh huh. But yeah, so so the idea is, you know, especially now, like there's not a lot of sort of vacation options for people. I mean, and there are, but do you do people really want to do that? You know, so the idea of maybe getting a tiny house and just kind of going along part of that trail sure. and kind of uh, having a good time mm-hmm. uh, sounds like a not, that's not too bad of a getaway. No, no. And you're you're distant from people. Yes, that's highly important right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's interesting. I I think that would be that would be fun. You and I have talked about uh, you know, in like a joking sort of sense getting a tiny house, but the the more things go on, the more it seems very appealing. <laughs> yes, it really does. It almost feels, you know what it feels like? It's like a tiny house. Like I think we're going to see more like I don't know, let's just say the world never gets never figures out this illness and we just are our whole life is modified in some way forever let's just let's just throw that out there i hate being trapped in the house all the time and so so the idea of like a tiny house you can just kind of drive and then i also was thinking too you know remember those cars in jurassic park that are like kind of lots of clear like kind of dome you know those little things are those little cars are driving around in amongst the dinosaurs they're, yeah. they're like they have like glass yep. i know exactly kind of what you're talking about yeah. like i imagine like more and more vehicles of like cars being designed that way just to give people more of a feeling of being outside if we are forced to be inside more this is really terrible and i see like yeah we're just driving we're just we're just driving around in like a hundred years pe- people are driving around they're like that's where the panera bread used to be and it's just like a field and we're just like in a bubble car you know <laughs> that's so sad <laughs> there was something called a mall over there i don't know an <laughs> apple store people got fruit i don't know we don't we don't we're stupid people i guess they loved apples <laughs> <laughs> our history was lost <laughs> oh, oh zuckerberg I assume he would be the one to destroy it. I think he probably, I feel like he, yeah, there's going to be a reveal in like 20 years and he's going to be like the, I don't know, something (laughs) (laughs) bad person. Uh, All right, Kevin, what about headline number two? Uh, Back to school gadgets, including locker pants. Locker pants. For homeschool people. From the makers of homeroom. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> There's more homeroom in your pants. Locker pants. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> There's something severely wrong with me tonight. That's something. Yeah. Locker pants. Aren't they just cargo pants? <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. With like long, like two just long, long cargo pockets down the front. Uh, what what kind of locker combination is on there? Like, is it, <laughs> is it the one that's like built in or is it like one you have to buy a lock for? Where, where exactly is the lock? Actually? Where, where does it go? <laughs> Would you believe I keep spinning this lock? I can't quite get it open. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, pigeon. Does it go, does it go that's right? city pigeon going to school. <laughs> does it go right, left, right? Or yeah. is it left, right, left? You got to spin it twice to the right, like all the way around, past the zero? Is I that, don't know. I don't know. It's so confusing. Well, locks are crazy. <laughs> Just give me a key. <laughs> you lose it. You're think- right. I think you're right. They are sort of just cargo, like cargo pants. I, I imagine there's like going to be a whole line of, of products to like, uh, I don't know, kind of, you know, maybe deal with things in a joking manner, sort of, you know, like kind of novelty things for people that to kind of make up for a lack of the real deal experience at school. Sure. Yeah. Also rebranding other pants. Right. Exactly. Like they, I mean, because we had, uh, we had, I'll get back to your point in a second, but we had, um, 
uh, pedal pushers in like the fifties, but then like now in like the two thousands, they're called capris. Oh, pedal pushers. Pedal pushers for like bikes. Is no, that where it comes from? Where's no, it's pedal? like a type of. Well, yeah, probably it yeah. Had something to do with that. I don't know why they were called that, oh, okay. but I do know that older people would call them pedal pushers. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it. Uh, I guess it, there has to be little hints of normalcy. Yeah. Um, so why not put a locker on your pants? Right. Exactly. I don't exactly. know why you wouldn't just uh, reinvent the backpack in some way. I mean, it seems like it would make sense that you want to keep your kids realistic schooling up to par by putting about 5,000 pounds worth of books in their bag and then requiring them to carry them around every hour right, for right. 10 minutes. That's what, that's what gives kids good posture. That, yeah. Just absolutely. That constant weight. And a strong core. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, there's no gym class, so you need that. You there, need that kind of workout. That's right. And you know, if they, they need to get ahead in their fitness so that they can go and sit in an office all day when they're adults. Right. Exactly. You gotta, you gotta keep that core tight for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sitting up straight and at your keyboard. Otherwise there's just going to be no sort of, uh, 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 discipline ingrained inside them, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So locker pants, locker. I also imagine, you know what I also imagine with locker pants? I imagine there being like, a, like lots of built in padding for the butt. So, you, cause you're going to be sitting at home more, Uh huh. you know, actually pants should have that for, for school age children anyway. Why don't they just stand? Why do they need desks? You're right. Just make them stand the whole time. There you go. Give them a standing desk. Okay. Yeah. You're probably right. That probably is a good idea for, I don't know. for kids because they're probably not getting out much. Yeah. Like a standing desk. <laughs> um, adults need that too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. What about a standing desk that looks like a locker that at the end of the day, everything just kind of goes inside of it and closes up and then you're done for the day. I love that idea. Like you open up the locker door and then like a monitor swings out, a little desk slides out towards you with a keyboard. You can stand at it and do your work. Yeah. I like that. I would, that's a crazy space saver. Be, be a fun idea. That that would be good for a lot of things too. Yeah. Like, uh, remember the Murphy kitchen I was talking about earlier. It could have a whole, just a whole thing right out of the wall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I imagine there's going to be like a little novelty things like that or just f- things to kind of, uh, make homeschooling fun. Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, maybe there'll be like some kind of, um, like, uh, Amazon Echo thing where it's like alerts throughout the day of like school announcements and bells ringing. You can have that kind of sound going to when you know it's time to change periods and stuff like that. Uh, when you mentioned that, that made me think of that uh, maybe it, to make the kid feel like they're competing against other students in the class, like on one side they could have a Siri and on the other side they have an Alexa. And so like sometimes the teacher will call on, on one of them, Oh yeah, you know, and maybe the kid's like, man, I knew the answer. How come Alexa always gets to answer? Well, yeah. oh. Siri always gets her hand up first. Oh, it's so stupid. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Notice me, dad. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure that's a situation right <laughs> i imagine so <laughs> real classroom setting keeping ma- it realistic <laughs> yeah well yeah some of those awful things that happen in high school right like imagine uh like siri like starts bullying you just like throughout the day <laughs> <laughs> get it together kyle <laughs> well, you he- stupid jerk why siri really iced me off out of the lunch table today i can't even sit with her this is really awkward it's not my fault i am a genius (laughs) was that the answer you were looking for let me search the web for you you are the worst (laughs) 
<laughs> These are all things that uh, people said to me in school before the web. <laughs> oh, lovey. That was my guidance counselor. No. <laughs> <laughs> my guidance counselor was surprised I wanted to go to college. <laughs> Really? Life. <laughs> <What is she? laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> oh, what a delight. <laughs> I feel like we had guidance counselors in school, but I don't recall ever talking to them. When you think it'd be like mandatory that they would like <laughs> talk to every kid? They, I must have. I you know, just don't for remember. guidance. For guidance purposes. It probably was so unmemorable that I just don't remember it. Like, whatever the experience was. That's very possible. But I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? They still have that. They must still have guidance counselors. Yeah, right? they must. I think it varies from school to school what kind of guidance they provide. Because I've, I've heard of schools having, like, school count or school um, psychologists before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Me too. And, like, my that. school never had that. And it's I not know. like we were we were a big school and we weren't. I mean, we were well-funded, mm-hmm. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, at least the sports were. Well, mm. they always are. Uh, and, uh, yeah, but we, I mean, we had like a normal nurse and guidance counselor and huh. stuff like that. We didn't have, uh, we didn't have guidance counselors in uh, my senior year. I remember we just had a computer that you could just go to and ask Jeeves. <laughs> That was what we had. <laughs> Need to cut backs. That's it? Yeah. There's an old Commodore 64. How did that work for you? <laughs> well, here I am. So it <laughs> didn't work out too well. <laughs> no locker pants, though. You probably would have done better had you carried around your encyclopedias in your locker pants. That's, I, I probably would have gotten stuffed into my locker <laughs> pants by a bully. <laughs> Knowing my luck. my childhood best friend and i um we were in fourth grade and that was the first time i got into detention in fourth grade wow holy cow and um we were there a lot and uh for like doing like for troublemaking or like just for like not doing your homework type stuff or both Uh, probably both yeah okay Well, all right. We don't have to go into that on the air. Maybe we'll talk about that later. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I remember uh, my childhood best friend. She um, stuffed herself into a locker and she got detention for it. <laughs> 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 Which looking back now, I'm sure part of it was like a safety concern. Like you yeah, don't want the kid yeah. to suffocate. But I mean, there's holes. <laughs> there's a, like a grill in there, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> like she put herself in there you know it's wow. she wasn't blaming anyone else it was just like a, a laugh you know <laughs> well i tell you tiff i had no idea that i had married a, a reformed juvenile delinquent <laughs> <laughs> really, really add some spice uh, to things wow wow i had no clue uh, yeah i only got detention for the homework thing that's why i said that like i never did anything bad in school there was we had like this ticket system uh or it was like like a green ticket yellow ticket and a red ticket and once you had you'd pulled the red ticket then you got detention oh so that happened to us a lot she and i that's how we became friends (laughs) (laughs) detention buddies (laughs) yeah it's like a breakfast club situation a little bit (laughs) (laughs) and then it got to the point where it wasn't so bad we just hung out for a while and then we didn't have to face the bullies on the bus so it was fine (laughs) You know, I don't recall detention other than homework, but I do remember when I was in grade school, like 
like well in my school it was called primary school it was like the it was kindergarten through like third grade i think was in one building and it was called primary school uh there was a our our cafeteria in that building uh at the end of the lunch period, the tables would be pushed up against the wall. They would kind of fold up against oh, the yeah, wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, I recall that being the case as well. And then we had like a, it was like an auditorium with a stage. It was, uh-huh. it was the room we It was were a using. cafetorium. It was a cafetorium. And so if you got in trouble, you got sent to the stage. And <laughs> Kevin Dillon to the stage. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. It was like my first open mic when I was a kid. <laughs> Because what happened is I never fired one, but I I was preparing a spitball in a in a in a um I almost said a stove, not a stove, straw, a straw, yes, a straw. Well, it was a stove. That's why I was in a lot of trouble. <laughs> um, I was preparing a straw and some spitballs, and the nurse or the nurse, whoa, the um, cafeteria aide caught me and then sent me to the stage so that's where that's where all the bad all the bad kids went to the stage that's why <laughs> you feel rewarded when you're right. on stage so when you get called to the stage as a kid you either become a stripper or a comedian later in life <laughs> i chose both hit the music dance for me baby <laughs> i'll make it rain <laughs> coming to the stage now spitballer kevin dillon <laughs> <laughs> you know what also in that this is this person got on the stage quite a bit because <laughs> now keep in mind we are between kindergarten and third grade age whatever that might be <laughs> five to ten no it's like five to eight that's okay. only three grades <laughs> i was held back a couple i guess <laughs> there was a guy and this was like this was like kindergarten this was like kindergarten because because i remember so he's a little guy so he was little this was yeah. kindergarten age kid there was a kid who would expose himself and then run around the cafeteria like he would do this daily and he would always get sent to the stage he would like that was the first time i'd ever anybody you'd I, ever I, encountered a streaker never yes and then he moved to the big city <laughs> <laughs> and now you're just like i i've been preparing for this but like what i sometimes i think of like what happened to that kid like if that kid was streaking at five like what <laughs> happened like holy or, shit or to be fair i mean maybe nothing uh bad happened to him or anything but i mean sometimes kids just don't like to wear clothes like oh, okay there there's always like that phase that toddlers go through where they're like no pants <laughs> that's hoo, true hoo, 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 hoo. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> you know what? so maybe he just was like a late bloomer in that sense where he was like he i hate pants he wasn't a late bloomer he was no bloomers that well that's it <laughs> no bloomers but i remember like like i can recall Cause I remember being kindergarten. I remember like just, it got to the point where we were just, we would just ignore it. Like people would just be eating their sandwiches and you would see whatever that kid's name was just kind of running by in the, in the background while you were eating your peanut butter and jelly. Cause it was just like, all right, wait, it's, it just was a part of the background now. <laughs> Poor kid. <laughs> were you in kindergarten also? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was trying to hit him with a. Sp- I was trying to hit his penis with a spitball. That's so gross. <laughs> so headline number three: Why the songs from high school define you according to science? So, Kevin, tell me about the nineties. Nope. I want to hear about the early two thousands. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I was kind of all over the place. 
uh, in high school. Is there? One, I'm still all over the place, I guess. Is there one song that you that comes to mind right away when you think of high school? Mm, probably, <laughs> probably like Lincoln Park. Uh, in the end, because mm. like that was always the song. Like there was always like a piano in a hallway somewhere in the high school, mm-hmm. or like if you're in a band room or chorus room or something and there's always someone who would come in and start playing it on mm-hmm. the piano. Oh, that song? Really? Yeah. Like the beginning part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, that's, that's it. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> I thought you were going to say because at your high school graduation, once everyone, th- everyone threw their caps in the air and that song started playing. <laughs> 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 nope. <laughs> yeah. So people would play that. So I guess that, that that makes me think like every time I hear that I think of high school. Mm-hmm. Of course like closing time like that was a really big song. Um that one Green Day song. Um Time of Your Life. Yep. Yeah. Uh It's funny cuz all of these songs are high school songs for you and they're songs for me that happened much later in my life <laughs> 10 years after me yes yes well yeah ten, no you're yeah. right yeah mm-hmm. yeah um well not after me but you were 10 years older right than right me, and yeah yeah um, like closing time for me was being played in bars as a as a <laughs> funny little joke at the end of the night yeah you know yeah 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 it was played at prom <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was being played at a nickel draft night down at the um, Old Main in Fredonia, New York. <laughs> <laughs> what about back that as up? What is that? What does that trigger for you? <laughs> that triggers, uh, that doesn't trigger any thoughts of school. It just triggers uh-huh. thoughts of romance <laughs> with my wife. Um, how, uh, um, what about uh, what's your fantasy by Ludacris? What does that does that prom night. does that <laughs> prom night? <laughs> yeah, I remember that being played a lot at high school dances. We we listened to a lot of like real like filthy stuff in yeah, high school. Like, like we did. like that was how I learned how how to dance. I guess <laughs> how to back that ass up. How I learned to back that ass up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yep. I remember uh, when I think it's funny when I think of different grades in school, I think of different like genres and stuff of music that I was listening to at the time. Mm-hmm. Like when I think of ninth, yeah. when I think of ninth grade, I think of like heavy metal. Like I think of anthrax and like Megadeth because that was the one year I was really into like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I bet your parents were glad when that ended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I think of like 10th grade, I think of like, cypress hill and uh black sheep and like different rap groups like that (laughs) like junior year started to lean more towards like uh alternative music like the early night like the early 90s alternative stuff so i was really into like 80s in hip-hop and alternative and or modern rock whatever they called it then and then uh, definitely sort of so those two styles definitely were what I was into through high school. So different bands like like senior year, I think of a tribe called Quest because I got um, the uh, Midnight Marauders for my birthday that year. Mm-hmm. And so I think of that album whenever I hear that, I think of high school and I think of my birthday party that year. And uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting how like just different things like songs will bring you back. Like whenever I hear like if I happen to ever hear Soul Asylum on like a um, 
like on the throwback channels on yeah. Sirius, mm-hmm. I immediately think of art class in high school because I remember that song being on the radio. Then. Uh, yeah. It's funny how it's like stuff just brings you to like, and maybe that's kind of what this, what the point of this is like things just get tied to a feeling or a moment in time. Yeah. I, yeah, I think we've talked about that before. The, uh, strong influence that music has over, um, uh, in, in, in memories yeah. and, and bringing those back and evoking certain feelings. And, um, it's, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I had a friend, uh, in high school who, uh, she had, she would, she was my, like one of my best friends for a while. And so like she and I would go for car rides a lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so at one point I had a car and she didn't. And, um, so she made a mixtape for our car to listen to. So there was like, like, I loved it. It had, like, um, some fun 80s stuff on there, but it also had, like, some Judy Garland and, like, <laughs> um, also, like... Um, Charo? No, what's that What's that song? Wake Up! What did you put on? Wake Up! Yeah, what System you? of a Down. Yeah, thank you. Because yeah. uh, that song was really big, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, it had, like, a whole mix of stuff. Wow, so, that's like, a lot of different stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, so we, we would listen to, uh, you know, a variety of stuff. So like when there's certain songs that I still remember that were on that mixtape that makes me like still think of like having really good times, just driving around and laughing mm-hmm. and, uh, probably driving a little too fast at times. Um, and, uh, so it's like, it, like I still hear them and I, I feel happy and I remember good times with that friend and staying up late and all night and yeah. Yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, it's funny how that, like, uh, it's interesting how um, I feel like more so than like visuals, I think that uh, sounds like music or or just sounds like certain sounds, I would assume it would happen with as well, or certain scents seem to really invoke a memory very instantly. Like I, like I've, I've rarely like looked at something that I hadn't seen in a long time or looked at something that reminded me of something from 30 years ago and then had like this weird old memory flash to me, mm-hmm. but I have been, but I've had that with a scent. Yeah. You know, like I, yeah, like yeah. we were out walking around and just like the smell of the air or something. We were on a, just walking around our neighborhood a couple weeks ago. And I just, just the scent of the, whatever it was, whatever t- kind of tree it was, whatever the hell it was we, that what I was smelling. Uh, it just reminded, it just brought me back to summers as a child and it was mm-hmm. so powerful. Like it almost, made me weep and it was i know it sounds dumb but it was just so powerful it was just this shot of of this little snippet of that feeling of being a kid which Aww. i hadn't felt in yeah decades and it was like whoa man what, way back amazing. in the 1940s yeah way back in the we didn't have we we were just we were new to scents back then we didn't yeah. have those yeah up in the 30s were scentless yeah just a very boring time <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. up till then it was just straight cigarettes. It's just, it was all cigarette smoke constantly. That's all you smelled. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just in, um, and also with, um, uh, with, with sense something else recently. I, Oh, the, the, um, well, there was something that we purchased recently that either came in like something that was like rubber or came with something rubberized on it. Uh-huh. And the, the smell of the rubber made me think of, the floats we had as a, uh, in, in, in our pool when I was a kid, like Aww, the, the, yeah. the rafts that mm-hmm. we'd like, yeah. like it made me think of those rafts and it made me think of swimming. And again, it was like this, this weird blast of childhood nostalgia that lasted mm-hmm. like 10 seconds, but it was like just this weird rubber thing made me think that, you know what yeah. I mean? It's just weird. 
So how do you how do you think that certain songs have shaped you? Well, yeah, definitely. That's what, that's definitely what the, what we should get back to. Uh, yeah, so I think that that really probably probably during defining moments, um, kind of like in childhood development, right? Like it, you probably when you hear or see something at just the right time in your life, it could leave a, an impression on you, mm-hmm. uh, either good or bad. Mm-hmm. You know, you might hear your parents yelling or something, and that might imprint on you something sure and make you think a certain way or maybe choose something in the future based upon that that you're not really thinking of and i think maybe music has that ability maybe ongoing throughout life yeah because of its because of its deep ties to memory that can that can evoke i think that makes sense um because like i uh grew up hearing my dad play guitar as i'm sure i've mentioned before so like there's certain songs that i'll hear do you think i know the names of them i do not (laughs) i do not but i i could recognize the tune and even just hearing that that tune it could bring me back to hearing my dad play it and just like hearing his slipper hit the floor as he kept beat (laughs) yeah yeah. you know what i mean because you keep rhythm when you're playing he's always worn slippers this man always yeah that's great Uh uh-huh um and uh yeah so like there there there's certain songs that make me think of my dad it Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what period of life it is through yeah um i'm just like yeah like i I think probably the number one song is like you are my sunshine like that was like one of the (laughs) first songs i ever learned and i learned it with dad so like um yeah so like certain songs bring a good memories and really kind of form you and i think i think learning those old songs and appreciating some of those old songs have have also ingrained me with appreciation for like old country or old bluegrass like Mm -hmm. i really enjoy that dad played banjo for a while so Mm -hmm. i really enjoy the sound of a banjo Mm -hmm. and i enjoy the sound of an acoustic guitar and uh so it definitely makes sense that it would shape you who you are just like uh any sort of experiences word i think Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah and do you think so that kind of music do you think that like i was just thinking about when you were talking about that like i thought of the music that i was that i sort of gravitated towards when i was young like most of the time like my favorite band through high school was depeche mode who are kind of dark like their lyrics are pretty dark in a lot of songs and i wonder if that shaped me in a sort of negative not i don't say a negative way but would I have been a different person if I listened to Wham all through high school or something more uplifting sounding? Does, <laughs> does that does that leave an impression on you in some weird way? Does there? I'm not saying Depeche Mode is responsible for any anxiety I have as an adult, but but could there be some kind of connection where when you're at a young age and you kind of or, or is that the music I chose because I was already feeling a certain way and I just identified with it? Or did that shape? the anxiety and sort of sadness that was to come. I guess we'll never know. We'll never know. But, yeah. but I do, and I, but I do remember there was a couple year period where I listened to a lot of ska and punk in those years. Who didn't listen to who ska? didn't? Come on. And I remember feeling pretty, there was some pretty happy, like I think of happy times around those because they're more upbeat and fun. Uh, so I'm like, I wonder if there is a connection there to that, or if maybe you're, if you're pumping your head filled with kind of sad songs and dark songs, does that, change you in some way or affect sure. you in some way absolutely i wasn't the best i uh i first want to say um i'm sorry that you never got to experience skanking at a high school dance <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that was definitely more of a senior year in college thing yeah that <laughs> may or may not have learned how to do that um second i think that it definitely makes sense that music would affect how you 
think and feel because like there um, have been certain points in my life where maybe I've been uh, depressed or, or dealing with certain stuff. And so I would definitely want to listen to sad and sappy music. And mm-hmm. um, as I've gotten older, I've learned how to manage and deal with some of that. And uh, so I, there's certain music that I just, I know I cannot listen to because it makes me feel a certain way. Mm. And so like I, do as I I can to to listen to music that will a make me sing because it mm-hmm. makes me feel good and, and if I'm feeling sad I do that because it makes me feel mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. and then uh, there's other music that I listen to because it just makes me dance and it makes me you know like that's just something that just makes you feel nice yeah and uh, but I, I do think that there's other songs that may make you even um inadvertently make you feel sad and make you not feel great songs are written in a certain way to evoke certain emotions Mm -hmm. right so it makes sense that as the story is being told because even a full musical can take you on a full journey but even one song can take you on a short journey there's always a beginning middle and end and there's a story being told even in that short period so um you know if there's a depeche mode song that is song uh, sad throughout the entire song, then that would make sense that you would be left feeling sad or the entire album is Mm -hmm. sad. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no like story that you're following along necessarily that ends with something happy. Right. Right. Like there would be maybe in like an album for like a musical theater record or something, you know, there's going to be be an uplifting song. There's going to be a fun song. Right. Right. There's a jokey song. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Not Depeche Mode. They had an album called black celebration. (laughs) Just all dark stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Featuring such songs as flies on the windscreen. (laughs) There's a, (laughs) how nice. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, so I think tif- I've diarrheaed it out of my mouth enough. <laughs> so, Tiffany, uh, one of these headlines is real. Which one do you think is the real deal this week? So, we have Oregon Trails, tiny houses. Tiny houses. We have locker pants. Back to school gadgets. And songs from high school. I'm going to go with uh, songs from high school. Well, Tiffany, you would, and you would be correct. Yeah. That's the real deal. (laughs) I want to hear more about this, so I'm very excited. Yeah. So this is uh, an article I originally saw from uh, Alan Cross, who's a a music uh, guy out of Toronto, uh, who, but then I kind of followed it back to a a website called inverse.com. Why the songs from high school define you according to science. People gravitate toward music from a specific period in their lives, a new study has found. Hmm. Yeah. So not just high school, but just like different periods. Yeah. Okay. So if you couldn't bring the entirety of your Spotify or Apple Music library with you to a desert island, what few songs would you bring? The desert island thought experiment may sound a bit from high fidelity, but in the hands of scientists, it can reveal a lot about why we love the music that we do. According to the results of new research, there's a good chance that the songs you value most link to a very specific time in your life and be tied to memories that have shaped who you are. That definitely makes sense. A study published Thursday in the Quarterly Journal of Experimental Psychology solidifies the idea that music from our teenage years becomes intrinsically linked to powerful memories that inform our sense of self. That makes sense because I think there there's a... I mean, not only do teenagers go through puberty and all of that, but I, I think that there's a lot of um, 
developmental growth that's very pivotal in who we become as adults um in any teenager uh so it would make sense that the music that we listen to would would greatly influence us who we become mm-hmm. wow. uh, in this study scientists analyzed music choices from 80 guests on bbc radio 4's show called desert island discs a show where famous guests ranging from paul mccartney to grace kelly choose eight tracks to take with them to a desert island that's interesting half the songs were chosen by the guests because they were linked to important memories when they were between 10 and 19 years old or between 20 and 29 years old the study finds researchers suggest that music heard during that period of time becomes tied to the people places and memories that are essential to our sense of self yeah that's cool Catherine loveday is the study's lead author and neuropsychologist at the university of westminster Based on her previous research, she tells Inverse that these songs likely influenced our taste for years to come. She says, it is likely, however, that this effect extends beyond a single song and that we continue to prefer whole genres that we listen to during that time period, she says. I think that's definitely relatable mm-hmm. for, for me anyway, you know. Memories, specifically young adults and young teenagers, influence why some songs feel powerful to us, Love Joy, or Love Day explains. Loveday and her colleagues note that memories we form during our teenage and early adult years are disproportionately available even in very old age. Past research refers to this phenomenon as the reminiscence bump. It's a time when the brain is taking more snapshots than usual of episodes during your life. Hmm. So during those time periods, you seem to be remember, you know, kind of more things are being cataloged that you remember later in life. Well, I met you in my early 20s, so that... I I would say, not that that was a lot long ago, but my most vivid memories and appreciation of certain songs and stuff like that definitely mm-hmm. uh, are most important to me during that period. Yeah, yeah, and most and I probably have the most amount of memories from that time period. Yeah, just because of that uh, being during that defining time mm-hmm. in your life. Yeah, mm-hmm. what makes a song stick with you? While past studies on music preferences only rely on reactions, popular songs. Lovejoy says that analyzing song preferences expressed during Desert Island Disc creates more of a natural experiment. When someone appears on the program, they can pick any song to take with them. The songs, the songs analyzed were here range from classical to pop to bird songs. Oh, I'd probably like the bird songs. In some cases, people didn't even like the songs they brought with them, Loveday, Loveday says. All the songs were tied to general memories of adolescence. Many were related to key transitions in people's lives, like meeting a partner, attending college or experiencing a life-altering change. Loveday points to Bruce Springsteen's interview, for example. His song choices were linked to moments when he decided to play guitar and when he decided to put a band together. We believe our results show that music becomes intrinsically linked to these very important memories. Wow, that's really nice. Yeah. So it's not necessarily like the songs that people bring with them aren't necessarily songs that they like they're almost more the memory that they in some cases i mean in some cases that's probably that's true but in some cases the songs that they choose to bring with them on the desert island aren't necessarily ones that they enjoy for the rhythmic value of it or whatever mm-hmm. it's more just what the song represents the memory to, them. to them yeah yeah wow yeah. that's really fascinating yeah pretty wild good job kev hey thanks <laughs> and i guess we'll be back after these words yeah that sounds good mm. 
Hey, this is Jill from the Container Store. Oh. Is there something wrong? I just thought a virtual designer would be a cool robot. I could do a robot voice if that helps. Maybe? Hi, I am Jill. Let's design. Nope, absolutely not. Regular voice, thank you. Yeah, I'm not good at impressions. Enjoy free virtual in-home closet design and up to 25% off closet systems with the Container Store's custom closet sale. The Container Store, where space comes from. This is Jill from the Container Store. Oh. Is there something wrong? I just thought a virtual designer would be a cool robot. I could do a robot voice if that helps. Maybe. Hi, I am Jill. Let's design. Nope, absolutely not. Regular voice, thank you. Yeah, I'm not good at impressions. Enjoy free virtual in-home closet design and up to 25% off closet systems with the Container Store's custom closet sale. The Container Store, where space comes from. (laughs) Hey, fake friends. Have you heard about Soho Shoes? Inspired by the diversity and vibrant bursts of color seen throughout the popular neighborhood in Manhattan, Soho Shoes lets you find individuality in fashion with a statement of bold confidence. Soho's foundation urges the learning about our true selves while building the confidence to stand in it unapologetically. Shouldn't we all do that standing in a great pair of shoes? Choose from carefully selected boots, heels, sneakers, and now limited apparel. And right now, if you sign up for the Soho email list, enter for your chance to win a $100 gift card. Go to SohoShoes.com today. That's S-O-L-E-H-O Shoes.com. Bye. Hey, everybody. We want to tell you about our favorite record store. Revolver Records. Located in beautiful downtown Buffalo, they have two locations, Hurdle Avenue and Elmwood Avenue. Can't get to the store right now? Place your order online at revolverrecordsinc.com. With the largest selection of new and quality vinyl in Western New York, Revolver Records specializes in all genres of music, from rock to soul to jazz to really whatever you're into. Revolver Records isn't limited to just selling vinyl. They have all the fun stuff to go with it, like turntables and speakers. They also have pins, hats, and t-shirts for the whole family. Not sure what to buy that music lover in your life? Get that old hard-to-read so-and-so a gift card. During coronavirus restrictions, shipping and delivering is free within a five-mile radius of the shops. Otherwise, get it mailed straight to your door. Either way, it gives you an opportunity to put on pants for the occasion. Remember, that's (laughs) RevolverRecordsInc.com. Bye! Okay. (laughs) Uh, Kevin, are you ready for my three headlines? Yeah, let me hear them. Hit Hit me with those headlines, Tiffy. Okay. Headline number one. Don't scream and be serious, Japan theme park tells roller coaster riders. <laughs> Don't scream and be serious, Japan theme park tells roller coaster riders. What, is, what a strict culture they have there. I know. It's <laughs> something. Uh, headline number two. Teen falls asleep sunbathing, leaves unique phone case shape on their face. <laughs> Teen falls asleep sunbathing, leaves unique phone case shape on their face. (laughs) Okay. And headline number three, a colony of bunnies mistakenly consume psychedelic grass (laughs) and invade home. Oh my God. A colony of bunnies mistakenly consume psychedelic grass and invade home. (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) I like your your high bunny impression there. (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) Yeah, they're gentle. Yeah. (laughs) 
so headline number one, don't scream and be serious. Japan theme park tells roller coaster riders to, that's what they're telling roller coaster riders. Yeah. Don't scream. <laughs> be serious. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'd love the idea of a silent roller coaster. <laughs> so, people still have their hands up in the air. I know, yeah. Like just they don't, stone just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you know how the roller coaster when you're on a roller coaster it takes your picture? There's all Yeah, toward the end, yeah. I just imagine everybody with their arms crossed just very serious. <laughs> <laughs> going down the picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is, are they like, uh, are they breaking a sound ordinance or something by being uh, yeah, too that, loud? That could be it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we built this theme park next to this retirement home. And if you could just do them a favor, they got to get to bed early just tonight. Keep it down. Just if you wouldn't mind. It's too much. All the music playing at the roller coaster stuff like rock songs. It's like, lullabies uh, nursery rhymes lullabies <laughs> just like <laughs> actually it's just sound of like uh like nighttime sounds that you'd hear by by a pond like <laughs> yeah, crickets, yeah, crickets and frogs singing and a harp for some reason yeah. i don't know why <laughs> yeah you like to have those little angelic sounds yeah <laughs> once in a while they'll break theme and and play kiss the girl from little mermaid <laughs> yeah, it's just a water themed yeah <laughs> 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 i wonder if you're are you just like not allowed to talk at all in this place is it just like the silent uh park it's a it's a silent park yeah it it's uh opening up a new realm of uh, possible communication um that is just uh silent and um i kind of i really like this idea though i i don't like like I get annoyed hearing people talking when I'm in public. <laughs> <laughs> like don't sometimes you just. <laughs> Kevin, are you an introvert? I really am. <laughs> don't you just hate hearing other people's conversations? <laughs> don't you just hate the sound of a voice of someone you don't know? Don't you just not like people? Um, but you know how people just get really annoying when they're like, they're like, hey, I'm going to act all wacky. I'm at the amusement park. I used to work at an amusement park as a, as a teenager. We've heard. Everybody was terrible <laughs> that went there. So the idea of working there and everyone just shuts the fuck up the whole time. Probably I love sounds it. great. Yeah. I am I'm I'm very big on this idea. <laughs> <laughs> you would you had mentioned uh the roller coasters and when it takes your picture toward the end did you uh the, whenever you went on rides and stuff and you you took these pictures did you ever try to be like really goofy or did you ever try to be like stone-faced like you weren't phased by what was going on or anything like no, that i don't think we ever did like i don't know if that we had thought about that like that's a great yeah. I, I would love to now my brother my brother has this great photo of like <laughs> um i he i i went when I, when I was a teenager so i must have been like 15 we went to darien lake with him and his wife and uh so we went on the ride the superman and uh so he was like all right guys uh when they take our picture make sure you have your arms up in the air so you look like superman flying and of course my brother executes it to perfection and then my sister and i look like we're um big fans of hitler 
Oh no! Uh, so my sister-in-law and I, like, we have like I have a, we have big smiles on our faces, but like it. Just, you have one hand up. Yeah, it's just one hand up because the other hand is, of course, gripping the bar because ah. you can't help it. You oh, know it doesn't. I mean? ha- it doesn't have like the shoulder things on it. No, it's just like oh. yeah, it's just like the lap bar. Yeah. So like. M- my left hand is gripping the bar and like my sister-in-law has the same pose where like her right arm is up and we we look like we're happy about something but it's not flying as superman and my brother is like like he you know struck a hulk pose like hulk hogan behind us like he's flying like superman um but it's a it's a very very funny picture because like we're all smiling and i have braces so i look like a fool and um nothing against people wearing braces um i'm grateful for them i have a nice smile now but um yeah so it's a uh, very silly so like i've done stuff like that before and i know i have one um from when i went uh most recently and probably the last time I was on a roller coaster and I went with my friend and her sister and um like the <laughs> their faces are just absolute looks of horror like they're going through the worst experience Aww. of their lives and I have this big grin on my face <laughs> like this is the best day <laughs> um yeah so sometimes like you just know where, where the camera is and and where to make that face I guess so, yeah I can't believe you never did that. You're such a ham. Yeah, like, I, know. I feel like you, you and your your best friend uh, would have done stuff like that. I know. I don't. I don't recall doing that. I don't recall. I, we took a. But see, this was back in the '40s. We took photography very seriously. <laughs> you it still had a flash pot and everything, right. so it was like a real setup. Right. There was a guy at the bottom of the roller coaster hill with like that big thing, and he had like, he had to get underneath the black. Uh, cloak to take the picture which is always really tricky because at that time the picture was still upside down so he had to go like in the center frame at just the right moment yeah yeah he was using like wet plate uh, technology it was just real crazy yeah dagger types those are real tricky (laughs) he's like sorry mr dylan but the f-stop got screwed up you have to ride that ride again if you want your photograph taken (laughs) i don't know why they were still using dagger types at such a late time but it you know it's fine um (laughs) They, I mean, they had photographic paper then. So, all right, camera nerd, holy cow! <laughs> a little lot of topic. Um. It was uh, when I worked there. It was before photography. That someone used to just quickly sketch you on the ride as you <laughs> as you flew by. <laughs> uh, that same person was also in every courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Yes, they learned. They made a, a lot of money. Well, you learn. You really learn a valuable quick drawing skill, and yeah. you're able to then do courtroom drawings for the rest. <laughs> your life yeah i'd love to take a lesson it's part of the amusement park uh, trajectory there that's what uh it's the only time you want to use trajectory when you're talking about riding roller coasters <laughs> <laughs> that's the path. only time yeah more so of in a career path uh word there than uh yeah <laughs> um but yeah and i can't believe we never thought about doing wacky photos like that i don't know why we never did that i don't recall ever um doing stuff like that that's great yeah but I, I like the I like this idea. I like the idea of the silent amusement park because it also adds, like the silence also kind of adds creepiness to everything. Like if everybody's on <laughs> having fun, but it's quiet, <laughs> right? Or like everybody's on like a carousel and it's a quiet. Uh-huh. I'm just like, what's going on here? It's like the the eeriness that um, you know, if you're someone who's not participating in a silent disco, mm, like you mm-hmm. just hear like the sounds of like clothes shuffling and like shoes tapping yeah, of like eerie. people dancing around, but you don't hear the music. It's weird. Yeah. That's definitely like, I remember um, when I used to work in an, in an amusement park, when we would, cl- when we would close up at night and, and we'd be walking home, like where I worked was on the far end of the park. So you had to walk through the whole park to get to the, you know, where you parked and walking through 
an amusement park at night with all the lights turned off it's it's really creepy yeah it is really spooky it just seems like what happened here did something go wrong like (laughs) did the rapture happen and i was left behind in this godforsaken amusement park in the middle of nowhere (laughs) yeah it's it's really freaky i hate that feeling of when you feel like you've been left behind in the rapture it's yeah it's like oh man all i got are these amusement rides and dipping dots the ice cream of the future Well, that's going to The future is now. Well, the future is now and I'm hungry. Give me those dots. <laughs> By the way, they were they were way off on that, weren't they? The Dippin' Dots people? Yeah. That, no, they should have invested in frozen yogurt. Yeah, they were so wrong. That, that Dippin' Dots did not become the ice cream of the future. I always felt like I always felt like Dippin' Dots didn't have a flavor and I always felt like the spoon that I received with it was always like slightly scratchy. So it was always oh, just like a yeah. Just like, bad texture experiences. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't fun. No, yeah. it I never sound felt fun. like they tasted good in any sort of way. I was never like, mm, I love Dippin' Dots. It was yeah. always just like, I guess these tiny little ice crystals have a little flavor. <laughs> right. That's usually what people said about Dippin' Dots. It was like, boy, I could go for some ice cream. All we got is Dippin' Dots. I guess I could go for some of those little ice flavors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The mm-hmm. future has got the future. The, it was a very bleak future for ice cream back then. Like the, the folks in the nineties there, they just didn't, uh, <laughs> they just, it was a very, uh, like grunt, like it was a very grungy grunge was like the, the, the thing right then. Right. And then yeah. it's like their, their bleakness and sort of blah was like how they projected ice cream in the future. They, they were so wrong about that. <laughs> it's so, it's, it's so bleak that you don't even get a full scoop of ice cream. No, you just get, you just get like droplets you get of it. Dro- you don't even get Whatever droplets were left over in the freezer. <laughs> right. After being squeezed through a cheese grater. And not even like a waffle cone or something to make up yeah. for it. Just yeah. bullshit. And a weird spoon to eat. Yeah. Away. Things were, people were dark then. They were, they, those, <laughs> those Dippin' Dots people were listening to Depeche Mode growing up and they just got real sad about everything. <laughs> and so they just ate it while walking through a silent amusement park. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kevin, do you want to talk about headline number two? I do, but I could talk about the silent amusement park all day because I think it's such a funny idea. We can keep going. Anyway. Anywho. So headline number two, Kevin. Yes. Headline number two. Teen falls asleep sunbathing, <laughs> leaves unique phone case shape on their face. How embarrassing. How embarrassing. What kind of selfie filter can you apply with that, huh? <laughs> Hopefully it wasn't like a um, like a tiny case where it was like, well, what, did you fall asleep with a Motorola razor on your face? Oh, Ooh, you jerk. How embarrassing. Yeah. Not even like a cool phone. Boom. <laughs> Does that say Samsung across your forehead? <laughs> Aww. One of those Android people? Oh, gross. Just kidding, Android people. It's fine. Remember when being a Apple or an Android person was the biggest divisive thing in the world? <laughs> oh, those were the funny uh, times yeah. five years ago. Loved it. <laughs> yeah. I love this idea of uh, like... That, that reminds me of a police academy when the the captain falls asleep and they take the sunblock and they write i forget what they write on and they write something on him on his forehead they write dork on his forehead something like that so yeah. he's like walking down the beach and they're like hey dork hey dork and he's like Meh. and they he turns towards the camera and he's got dork written on his forehead <laughs> <in the sunblock>. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny uh there's yeah because there's like sun there's um sun cases <laughs> there's phone cases that come in like different shapes and stuff and mm. oh yeah they're right people right right like i used to have one that was a it had like little cat ears on it yes yes 
Oh, I miss that case. Oh. It's cute. Because <laughs> it looked like Chloe. It was black and it had gold eyes. Just nice. like Chloe. Yeah. Eyes made of gold. Yeah. Eyes made of gold, that cat. She's priceless. <laughs> uh, yeah, so maybe maybe this is one of those cases, but maybe it was shaped uh, like something ridiculous, yeah. like um, like a butterfly or something. Yeah. You know? It could be. I like the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's like no selfie filter that can undo that. Like you're so good thing. We're all home right now because that would be really embarrassing. If I, you know, were, uh, I know. <laughs> it's good to be stuck home to like be able to take a couple weeks for that to like wear off for a couple days. Yeah. I don't know. Or if you're me an entire summer. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that would happen to you if you had like an unfortunate, the, uh, it has happened to me. Um, I, again, as a teenager, I went to an amusement park, with my older sisters in uh, Virginia and uh, I think it was Kings Dominion and um, it was some block I wasn't really familiar with. They're also very fair skinned like mm-hmm. I am. And uh, so they gave me some block and it was like this like purple kids stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's fine. I'll just slather it on whatever. Like the, the place that I usually need some block is right on my shoulders. Sure. Where it always burns. So I like, I just slapped it on and then um, I had an outline of a hand. Oh no! On my back for a whole summer. Holy cow! Like I, I got burned around where my fingers put that sun. The sunblock <laughs> really? worked wonders. Holy shit! But where I did not put the sunblock <laughs> was very burned. Oh no! So, um, yeah, I had a, I had my own handprint on my back. <laughs> for, <laughs> it was like the for a summer. <laughs> It was like the, the, what is that place? The, uh, I forget what it's called. It's that theater on Hollywood Boulevard, the, the something Chinese theater uh-huh. where they have like the handprints in, yes, the, yes, in yes. the concrete. That was basically <laughs> you, what it was, were, but on my body. You had a walk of fame on your back. I did. It was my own. <laughs> I am a star. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and I like, it takes me forever to, uh, uh, lose color like that. Like it took so long for that to go oh, away. No. Yeah, it was. I'm so sorry. What a weird thing to happen. I remember going, (laughs) (laughs) as you could imagine. Wear sunblock. (laughs) As you can imagine. Everywhere. Cover yourself. Um, As you can imagine, uh, I, speaking of all the, we talk about anxiety and stuff quite a bit. Uh, My senior year in high school, I remember going to Florida. I had a friend living in Florida. My sister and I, for spring break, went and stayed with him. And... You know, as you can imagine, being an anxiety-filled person, I didn't like to take my shirt off very much in public. And uh, so I, I had a bit of a, uh, what you would call a farmer's tan. Sure. Uh, when we came back uh, from the trip. But I was so kind of embarrassed by it that uh, because, you know, it's something that kind of kids would kind of tease each other about in school. At least they did in of my course, school. Of course, yeah. So I got some of this like uh, tanning lotion and I covered the underside of my arms where sun did not get exposed to on oh, my trip no. and then i put it on my hands so i had so when i went to oh, no. school i had uh very like black knuckles like they were so dark like they because the skin's already kind of dark as it is so it just looked really re- like a negative <laughs> it's like a like a photo negative of my hand basically <laughs> oh my gosh i be i've used those lotions before because i'm very self-conscious about how uh fair my legs are like the rest of me is very light uh but my legs are like five shades lighter somehow and um so there's always someone who makes a comment about it and uh so i've tried to use those lotions several times and Mm -hmm. it always says in there like 
you know, use it uh, sparingly around your ankles and, you know, make sure you wash your hands afterwards mm. to make sure it doesn't get left around your knuckles yeah. and like the creases of your fingers yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. Cause that's where it all stays. Right. Right. And on your knees. Yeah. So I just had these very dark knuckles with like the grooves of the, yeah, but like extra highlighted. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. It was so bad. And I had to just like keep my hands folded or covered up most of the time in school but someone did make fun of me because i noticed it but thankfully they were they were kind of a friend and didn't like publicize it you know oh my gosh, or broadcast you, you it goofball oh i was so embarrassed yeah it uh, happens. I just taken my shirt off and tanned yeah well now you know uh, that's what you can do I and know. you know what you're you're awesome how you are and thank that's you. all that matters thank you yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I would tan quite a bit when I was a kid. And I mean, just from being outside, we had a pool, we had an above ground pool. So we were even closer to the sun mm-hmm. and, um, so <laughs> swam a lot when I was a kid <laughs> <laughs> by myself. Just kidding. Now I just don't wear pants when I go out into the sun and, uh, people can't really notice. Um, I say that if people look at me and I'm, you know, my legs are showing and the sun is reflecting that they should just put on sunglasses and maybe look away. Right. Right. Or just, you know, just don't shave your legs and then you just kind of looks like you're wearing corduroy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, a khaki corduroy. Yeah. (laughs) You actually can't see the hair on my legs unless the sun hits it right. So (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's i'm very reflective <laughs> i can't help it <laughs> that's why I, I like to go tanning with you because then it helps kind of i can absorb it from you sure yeah just aim your body at i'm like one of those um those like silver (laughs) sun screens that people use yeah Yeah, but like i'm i'm i just stand like around you to like beam the sunlight to you like if you have a specific spot i'll just like put my arm up like wonder woman right. and like, like it a, aims right there you know like, <laughs> you're like a tanning prism for people <laughs> that's it yeah <laughs> like, like is that that's a me. is that a tall sexy crystal over there or is that tiffany i can't tell what's going on <laughs> other way sounds like a stripper <laughs> coming to the stage next tall sexy crystal <laughs> Psst, it's tiffany <laughs> coming to the stage next it's tiffany she also is gonna use some spit balls don't ask <laughs> <laughs> sorry exotic dancer i shouldn't say stripper it's not very nice oh uh, you're right yes <laughs> <laughs> either way that's my name <laughs> oh. uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean it I guess maybe it's just kind of a rite of passage where you have to have at least some sort of strange sun tan experience, whether it's a farmer's tan, a mishap with a tanning lotion, mm-hmm. um, leaving your own handprint on your back. That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. That, you, you and I have each had the experience of being sunburned so badly that we've had blisters before. Yeah. Like I had like when I, when I was in college, I went, uh, I had a situation where it looked like a, like a, like an over easy egg on my leg. That's so bad. Like it was like a big, that's so horrible. Bubble. It was horrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. I just can't imagine how much that hurt. It was terrible. Yeah. It was yeah. absolutely awful. I remember in fifth grade, like the last day of fifth grade, we had like a slip and slide set up mm. and shame on my teachers for not using water. Yes. That's terrible. No, for uh, <laughs> not uh, taking into account that kids should be 
out of the sun if they mm-hmm. are burning. So like by the end of my last day, like I had blisters all over oh, my geez. shoulders and it, you know, which is why I'm so sensitive to the sun now. And like my shoulders are covered in uh, freckles uh, because of all the sun damage and mm. stuff, which is, which is really bad. And, uh, but yeah, having, having blisters on your skin because you've been burned so bad is like, one of the worst experiences. Yeah, that's so horrible. Oh, it's awful. Like, I think for you and me, well, for me, for sure, like, I need to use, and I know aerosol is not great for the environment, but I need to use, like, those spray-on tan, like, uh, sunblocks yeah. to make sure that I cover everything. Because I always, inevitably, if, I, if I'm if i tasked with rubbing in a lotion, unless it's somewhere very specific, I'm usually going to miss your toes yeah i'm usually mm-hmm. gonna miss something uh but i like to just be able to spray especially being a bald man i like to just take my glasses off just spray my face and head and i'm good to go yeah you know yeah. I don't, i'm not gonna miss a spot because because this is gonna burn badly if i miss something the the spray tan that we have is an aerosol it's just like a spray it's not oh, okay. it's not an aerosol can. it's not really an aerosol uh-uh. see i always felt guilty using that no i don't feel guilty see again the anxiety i d- always feel like a creep oh. using that like in, in public like i honest to god like i we went and met some friends for ice cream recently and uh i had forgotten to put any stuff of that any sunblock on i went over to the car and i remember thinking oh god i hope no one like yells because i'm this is gonna bother them or they gonna or they think it's gonna like they're like hey you're ruining the environment asshole like (laughs) at at the ice cream place with kids right but that's how my brain works and i was like i remember being like very like let me do this quick so no one sees me (laughs) oh no you're fine you can use that in public okay yeah i do take a can of of uh nair hairspray not nair (laughs) i do aquanut I do take a can of Aquanet though and spray it simultaneously with the. Then that's harmful. Okay, that's that's okay. a that's a mistake. Also explains why you smell like a wet dog. <laughs> right. Because that's what it smells like. <laughs> a wet dog with hair exactly the way they want it. <laughs> that's not going to budge for any breeze. <laughs> New Aquanet for dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine the dog sticking its head out the window, like the breeze and like, it's, but like, it's like not moving. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's fun. Uh, Kevin headline number three. Yeah. Headline number three. Some bunnies got high. A colony of bunnies mistakenly consume psychedelic grass and invade home. <laughs> wow. Looking for fudge. <laughs> the bunnies eat fudge probably they probably shouldn't they they might be looking for something well it's like a psychedelic drug so it could have been anything i, I want to know how it got on the grass that's true too i was thinking they were breaking in to find something to eat but what do you do psychedelic drugs necessarily make you hungry N- no i think they just make you hallucinate make you hallucinate right yeah yeah so maybe they just thought they had won the lottery and now had a great big den <laughs> right you know they were like well we're moving in kids oh man tell the whole family we better breed it up because we're gonna fill this place <laughs> look how much look how many square footage there is it'll take two days for this to burst at the scenes let's get going hump 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 <laughs> you thought the gremlins multiplied overnight whoa (laughs) look at those rabbits go (laughs) doing in every room yeah yeah (laughs) did you um have you ever um like i'm sure you've probably have partaken in maybe not psychedelics but things 
that maybe do make you hungry uh, after you do are you them? asking me if i've ever had weed yes i've i've smoked weed yes okay thank you i yep. we have that on tape all right come on in cops <laughs> this is all a setup you Tiffany. can't bust you it for took smoking 92 weed episodes in your life. to bust you <laughs> <laughs> shut it down we got her kevin let's talk about all the times that you tried to smoke weed no that's not um <laughs> so was there like a particular thing that you was like like a go-to snack? Did you did you prepare ahead of time and be like, oh, I'm gonna make sure I have some of these this jar of maraschino cherries on hand because I'm gonna be smoking some weed later? N- no, I, it seems like every time like I d- I don't smoke it because like I don't it doesn't really do anything for me. Like this is what happens. Like the first time I smoked weed, I threw up uh, a lot, and it was clearly laced with something weird. And then there was another time that I smoked weed. I can smoke it. I can smoke it. I can count it on one hand how many times I smoked weed. Um, another time I did eat a lot of pizza and chocolate pop tarts mm. because that was what was available. Yeah. Um, another time um, I smoked weed and we decorated our Christmas tree. That was when I lived <laughs> with roommates. Um, that was just me and grandma that year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that's, I, maybe there was a couple other times, yeah. but there was never like a go-to food because yeah. like, I, you like, weren't that into it. Like you weren't like a, no, I really wasn't. I yeah. was never really into drugs. I, uh, but I love me some booze. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I get real good at the pouring myself some white Russians and rum and Cokes. <laughs> Drink a choice. Do shots of rum. Oh, that was God. me. That was me. Former life. Yeah. Yeah. Holy manoli. Yeah. Never, never into certain foods that gave me the munchies or anything like that. Yeah. Me neither. I never really was somebody that had drugs on them or, you know what I mean? When I was drunk, it was bagel bites. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause that made you feel good. <laughs> yeah. I was, for me it was just more, yeah, it was more whatever was around. I never, I never planned ahead and made sure I had a certain thing around for stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, yeah, whatever was available. But what do bunny, bunnies eat? Carrots, right? Carrots? Yeah. They, you know what I mean? The they, diet? Carrots, uh, greenery. Um, they're like herbivores. Grass. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So they, they got into something that um, made them uh, hallucinate. Yeah. What was psychedelic grass? Be? I wonder what that was all about. Was it like mushrooms maybe growing there that were psychedelic or something? Yeah. It, in the yard or whatever? The field? Maybe uh, some kids or maybe someone within the area of where these bunnies reside uh left some stuff behind or uh, contaminated the grass that these bunnies are usually consuming mm-hmm. i just imagine like the the bunnies eating the the grass and then breaking into this house and then you see like the surveillance footage from the house of like the you know they have like a security system it's just a bunny sitting there with a didgeridoo <laughs> yeah <laughs> real chill man real another, chill. another one just kind of eating some macaroons i don't know why macaroons those sound <laughs> like they're they, awesome those sound like they would be really good yeah really stoned <laughs> if anybody has probably any weed, please bring it to us now and macaroons <laughs> i would prefer macaroons to most uh drugs but i haven't really done many drugs so <laughs> i'm pretty sure i'm gonna stick with macaroons the rest of my life <laughs> i think um psychedelic drugs uh are like LSD, like the, there's certain types of drugs that affect your brain differently. So like mm-hmm. LSD can make you trip and like see certain things. Um, but it, it can also have like positive effects on you. So mm-hmm. I think that sometimes it can, yes. um, 
assist with those who are dealing with depression and anxiety, yeah. but in, in a good way, like it's right. that certain, uh, temporal lobe of your brain, yep. uh, that al- allows, uh, a freeing of that. Yep. I've definitely read some articles. I remember reading something, maybe it was in Rolling Stone years ago about, um, about, uh, is it MDMA? Maybe the party drug. I'm not sure ecstasy. what that is. I think it's ecstasy. Maybe. Okay. Um, I believe that has been used in, or either it's, I think it's been used in kind of like trials where it does have like a, like positive psychological effects on people that are dealing mm-hmm. with certain things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, um, I remember in high school, some friends of mine doing mushrooms or maybe it was LSD, something like that. One of those two, one of those things. Mm-hmm. And I think it was mushrooms. They were more of a mushroom crowd. Uh, mm-hmm. they, <laughs> they're more like hippie ish. Yeah. Like outdoorsy. I don't know. I, think I feel like weeds and mushrooms are both kind of a hippie drug. Yeah. Right? I feel like acid in, in high school, it was more like, like, uh, more like metal, like the metal heads were more into that for some reason. Mm-hmm. And like the more the hippie people were more into like the, I don't know, the, at least that's how it was in the 1940s. Um, <laughs> but uh, I remember somebody, I remember the, these folks were tripping one night. I was not, I was there the next day. Uh, I, they said they were going to be tripping. I left, I went home and I laid under my bed until 24 hours passed and uh, just to not be anywhere near it. <laughs> just to make sure you weren't exposed and even just yeah. talking about I it. Self, I self quarantined myself from this party because I was too worried about <laughs> what might happen. Um, but I remember the next day them saying that, um, one of them, uh, they, they were, they were all cigarette smokers at the time. One of them was like, uh, someone, she was like, Hey, can I have a cigarette? And they're like, Oh, you don't smoke or you, why, why do you keep, why do you smoke? Something like that. And something, cl- something clicked in, in their head and they never smoked again. Wow. Like the next day they were like, yeah, I haven't had a cigarette in like a day. Like, I don't even want, like, it's so weird. I don't even want it. Wow. And like something, something happened there. Like there was some kind of suggestion you know at the, mm-hmm. you know in the right combination of chemicals and it it caused a positive change for this person it's almost like it, it contacts a part of your brain similar to what hypnosis might right so yeah it's yeah. just like the power of suggestion mm-hmm. but maybe not necessarily uh something you're in control of yeah 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 it was really wild i was like oh it's so crazy that's interesting. Yeah. I've never heard of that. But then I remember people, like I remember when I was still in high school, I had friends that were uh, freshmen in college. And I remember going to hang out with them and one of their roommates or dorm mates was talking about how they were, uh, had done, L- had taken LSD and like the, there was like blood coming out of the walls. They were describing like a very gruesome scene and I just thought, God, why would you want to do that to yourself? I think that's why I've always kind of steered away from trying any stuff like that because I've always been like... I, I don't trust myself. Yeah, I don't trust myself either. I was always really scared that there would be like a bad trip of some yes, sort. Like something right. bad would happen and I wouldn't be able to come back from it or I would like say things I regret or say yeah. things that are like weird that I could be made fun of or like, right, you know, right. like maybe hurt someone's feelings and, you know, stuff like that. And, same uh, here. That's yeah. Exa- yeah, same here. I just never wanted to give control or maybe you know uh you could uh suddenly uh think that you're part of a rabbit colony right um and break into a house that you live in that house now like (laughs) i'm you know you break in you're the 
head of the bunny crew and you're like i'm the captain now and kick out everyone and you're like this is i, I choose this bed this is mine now and then the homeowner's like i don't know who you are and you're like well it doesn't matter because i live here now well please get out of my bed i'm here with my wife <laughs> please <laughs> please leave <laughs> please leave this is very frightening king bunny sir bunnies are like this like Bunnies are definitely one of those animals where they're just like so sweet and cute and you can't think of them being horrific. But then you see those videos online where they're like, maybe it's a white bunny eating a raspberry and you're like, oh God, they're a danger to society. Really? What do you, what's, what do you mean by that? Have you never seen a rabbit? No. <laughs> I gotta show you this. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm so curious. This is very funny. Oh God. So it looks like it's like bleeding at the mouth. Yeah. That's but it's horrible. Not. So it's like. Like maybe that's not even the best example. Well, that's I think you've I think you've illustrated your point through a graphic bunny video. Oh, here's a good one. Oh, good. That looks that's a cheery image to have right before bed. So it looks like <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's like eating something horrific. Yeah, damn. But they're so cute though. They are cute. They're, they're super cute. They are cute. I just imagine the bunnies break in. They immediately start frying carrots. I guess they would probably fry them, right? Maybe put them in an air fryer. Yeah, they. I mean, they might, they might sort sort of expand their horizons of uh, how they may prepare their meals based on their new environment. Right, new human technology available. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna fire up that oven. They're gonna kick up the air fryer. They're gonna make some carrot cake. Oh, that that's the we should make some carrot cake because that sounds delicious right now. Yeah, we uh, can make some mug <laughs> carrot cake at some point soon this week probably good good does that sound good it sounds perfect it'll be a nice little treat and then the bunnies just kind of chill out and play some playstation yeah that's yeah they maybe they won't even do that maybe they'll just uh sit and stare at the ceiling and play some old records you know that's that's also Uh, i could see a bunny doing that big fans of white rabbit you know (laughs) bunny and the echo man In, I like the uh, Echo and the Bunnyman would be would be. Thank bunny. you. Sorry. Well, no, it, it would be Bunny and the Echo Man in if it was a rabbit band. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So uh, there's what that. Else, what yeah. else would there be? What else would they be listening to? Um. Well, I mean, uh, if they were my age, growing up in the '40s and maybe yeah, you know, teen in the '50s, they might listen to Bunny Holly yeah bunny holly that's a big one that's a huge star huge star uh <laughs> uh they they might listen to uh megan the bunny yes yes megan yeah. the, megan the bunny yes. yeah yep um yep it may be uh if they turn on the tv maybe they would watch uh, an episode of the carrot burnett show Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they would love it uh <laughs> but yeah there are lots of lots of entertainment options when you're a stoned bunny yeah music to, to tv not stone just high they're on oh, psychedelic, yeah. psychedelic drugs they're not, stoned. they're not stoned it's a difference you're right i'm so so i'm so sorry there's a difference in effect all right cheech <laughs> god <laughs> All right, Kevin, do you want to try and take a swing as to which one of these headlines is real? I do. Let's see. Um, do you need me to reread them? We got the screen, the silent roller coaster. Uh-huh. We have the tan, cell phone tan. Yep. We have the psychedelic bunnies. Yeah. 
I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the cell phone uh, tan because mm-hmm. I feel like I could see like a, some kind of viral photo <laughs> being shared about amongst uh, social media with yeah. somebody yeah. with like a crazy tan line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, that is a fake headline. <sighs> okay, can't believe you did this to me. Um, <laughs> well done. Sorry. Uh, the the screaming coaster. Uh, that is. A real headline. All right. I can't wait to hear about this. Um, this is the one that I w- was laughing hysterically about the other night in bed. Yes. Yes. Thank um, you for clarifying because we were in bed and you were laughing hysterically. I was a little like, was it me? <laughs> we were, yeah, we were, we were laying in bed while, we uh, staring at our phones <laughs> and uh, I came across this headline and I started reading it and actually it was someone on social media who shared it and they shared one line of it and it killed me <laughs> you were laughing so, very hard i and then we went to sleep and i was still giggling because it made me laugh <laughs> but you were silently giggling and being real just like the roller the riders don't scream and be serious <laughs> that's awesome uh don't scream and be serious japan theme park tells roller coaster riders this is from uh bbc news and uh many people might find it tricky keeping quiet through an entire roller coaster ride but one Japanese theme park wants you to do just that and more. <laughs> Fuji Q Highland near Tokyo reopened last month after its virus shutdown. Mm. It asked riders to avoid screaming when they go on roller coasters to minimize spreading droplets. Oh, okay. This is what got me. And instead, scream inside your heart. <laughs> <laughs> scream inside your heart (laughs) describe 2020 (laughs) (laughs) yep that's it uh and to encourage people to play along it's getting riders to put their most serious face on for the the ride photo they can share their photo online in hashtag keep a serious face challenge and those who do it best will be given a free will be given free day passes a free roller coaster for their backyard (laughs) <laughs> so the idea is they take serious photos like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have a couple of examples here. <laughs> These are really pretty cool photos for yeah. the roller coaster. That's This is <laughs> some of them are edited, edited so that they look very silly. Oh um, but you can see like the, this person right here, like they look very, very yeah, serious. Yeah. Um, the theme park will be running the challenge until July 17th, which I think is today actually. Right. Uh, today is the 19th oh okay so it ended a couple days ago so if you're in japan and can hold a serious face under any circumstances now's your chance (laughs) or if you did i'd love to see it uh the no screaming rule in addition to the mandatory use of masks is meant to stop potential virus carrying droplets from flying out of your mouth at 80 miles per hour oh jeez disgusting god Clearly, it'll be impossible to enforce this ruling, and according to executives who spoke to the Wall Street Journal, violations will not actually be punished. Uh, But it's all part of measures being taken by the theme park to give customers the confidence to return return after shutdowns and assure them their safety is being taken seriously. In response to suggestions that it was possible not to scream on a roller coaster, the park previously released a video of the two executives riding in silence to show it can be done. (laughs) Here's a picture of what they look like. 
<laughs> the two most serious uh, people you've ever seen. Very serious. One looks like a referee. <laughs> in the surreal video, which has gone viral since, both executives are seen formally clad in masks. One of them is even wearing a full suit and tie. He slowly adjusts his hair after the roller coaster plunges down and looks almost bored by the entire exercise. <laughs> The other clenches the other clenches the safety bars tightly. You can see their bodies shaking as the ride goes on its twists and turns, but they remain absolutely stoic and silent throughout the entire four minute video. At the end of the video, a message appears. Please scream inside your heart. <laughs> Japan for months had a relatively low infection rate, though the virus cases in ca capital Tokyo have surged in recent days. The country has reported more than 20,000 virus cases and a death toll of 982, according to John Hopkins University, mm. which uh, compared to the U.S., not too shabby. <laughs> uh, so keep going, Japan, with your silent screams inside yes. your heart. That I, Here I in America, that we're just screaming. <laughs> Uh, just endless. Um, yeah, that that made me laugh really, really, really hard it's when so I saw funny. that. And um, I want to say that I first saw it from like Kat Jennings, mm -hmm. um, who's a actress. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, it it really, really made me laugh. And I was like, I don't know if Kevin is going to see this because <laughs> it seemed like other celebrities were sharing it too. Oh, and no, I was I like, I really hope he doesn't see this because it made me laugh so much. <laughs> and I can't wait to share it. <laughs> Um, it's great. Yeah, so that was it. That's awesome. <laughs> you can't tell me not to scream in an amusement park. This is the United States. I'll scream outside my heart. I'm going to scream outside my heart. Oh, God, I got COVID. I <laughs> was a stupid fool. <laughs> Guys, wear a mask. Stop being yeah, stupid. <laughs> wear a mask. And I didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to insinuate that it's mostly people in the South, but with my horrible accent that are being stupid. <laughs> there is a lot of really, very, very stupid people in the city that we're living in currently <laughs> in the North. <laughs> yeah. Like a fuck ton of stupid people. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, wear a mask. God, just do it. Be safe. We want this to be over so we can yeah. get back to life. Just knock off your ridiculous crap. Uh, anyway, we're getting to the point where we're just like so frustrated with everything that we're just like, just stop being stupid. Um, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to uh, keep uh, following us on social media at Fake Headlines Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. F mm -hmm. At Fake Head Pod on Twitter. And FakeHeadlinesPodcast.com also has an archive of shows there. And uh, if you, as we mentioned at the top of the show, if you would like to uh, contact us for any reason, uh, FakeHeadlinesPodcast at gmail.com. But also, if you have a small business that maybe you would like us to whip up a little ad for you, um, just, uh, reach out to us. We'd love to do that for you. And if we can help in some way to try and get the word out there about your business, maybe you're struggling in some sort of way. And even if we cannot help like in a huge, huge impact sort of way, it's a little bit and that little bit helps and, yeah. and we want to be able to do that to you. Yeah. And uh, for you, not to you. <laughs> we want to do that to we you. We want to do that to you. <laughs> and if you could do something to us, if you could, if you're listening on the uh, Apple podcast app, if you, even if you're not, if maybe, maybe you don't even normally use Apple podcast app. It's on your phone though. Uh, bring it up and dial up fake headlines podcast and hit the five stars on there for us. It just helps us remain visible on there and remain active on the Apple podcast charts. And as always, if there's anywhere else that you can leave a review, no matter how you're listening to our podcast, yeah. that's a great idea. And, uh, as always, so much. tell your friends. Yeah. 
tell your friends about us folks yeah next time in your zoom meeting just be like casually bring it up like you guys like podcasts hey looking for podcast suggestions everyone's always looking for those right i see like a thousand tweets a day saying got any podcast recommendations yeah us (laughs) anyway folks thanks for listening and we'll see you next week (laughs) bye This is Jill from the Container Store. Oh. Is there something wrong? I just thought a virtual designer would be a cool robot. I could do a robot voice if that helps. Maybe. Hi, I am Jill. Let's design. Nope, absolutely not. Regular voice, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good at impressions. Enjoy free virtual in-home closet design and up to 25% off closet systems with the Container Store's custom closet sale. The Container Store, where space comes from. This is Jill from the Container Store. Oh. Is there something wrong? I just thought a virtual designer would be a cool robot. I could do a robot voice if that helps. Maybe. Hi, I am Jill. Let's design. Nope, absolutely not. Regular voice, thank you. Yeah, I'm not good at impressions. Enjoy free virtual in-home closet design and up to 25% off closet systems with the Container Store's custom closet sale. The Container Store, where space comes from.